Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of the It's Gonna Be Okay Baby podcast hosted by yours truly, Alex, Alex Ballington. I'm so excited to finally begin this podcasting journey with all of you. It's definitely been something uh, at the top of my radar over the last couple of months as a personal side project that I've wanted to pursue. I've tried my hand at podcasting in the past with a couple of friends and I really enjoyed it. And so I figured now more than ever is the right time to take advantage of all this free time that I've had due to the pandemic and just record episodes, you know, on my own time and and share them into the into the world and and see what happens. Um, you know, one thing that I've I've realized over these last six months is the fact that I haven't been doing a lot of talking. And I know that sounds kind of ridiculous, but the reality is is that I haven't, you know, I haven't been speaking with my coworkers on a daily consistent basis like we used to. I haven't been seeing any of my friends at all because I've moved out of New York City and you know, I haven't even really been having conversations with, you know, strangers or workers or whatever because I don't typically leave my house all that much. And so because of that, um, it's felt kind of weird and honestly kind of sad that I've lost this part of my life talking that seems so mundane, um, but is a huge part of everyone's lives. And I figured, you know, a, a podcast would be the perfect sort of outlet for me to just talk about things that I'm interested in, talk about uh, my passions or problems that I'm experiencing, talk about people that I admire, what have you, pretty much anything that I'm interested in, anything that I would typically talk to a friend about. Um, and hopefully you'll enjoy listening to that. You may or may not, but you know I'm thankful for the support if you do end up deciding to continue to listen to these future episodes. Um, with that being said, and without any further ado, I wanted to start off this first podcast by talking about an issue that I've sort of been dealing with for a while now, but has certainly felt more relevant recently due to just the pandemic and, and everything associated with that. Um, and it's this idea and issue of feeling lost after graduating from college. I'm sure that this is uh an experience that a lot of people can relate to, whether or not you've graduated or you're about to graduate, or if you're even in college, you may you may sort of feel these similar anxieties. Um, but it, it, it's an issue that I feel like um, I haven't had a lot of time to talk about with my friends because I, you know, I haven't seen them for the last six, seven months now. Um, and this is uh, certainly a time where I would probably be talking to them about them and, and seeking advice. So I figured, you know, might as well just speak my thoughts out into the void and hopefully you can relate to them and, and maybe we can sort of start a, a conversation around it. So to give a little bit of background context before sort of dive into how I've been feeling about this certain issue, um, I graduated from NYU in the spring of 2019. Um, so it's been about one and a half years now since I've left college, which is crazy to think about as we almost you know, approach two years now, um, just how fast time has flown by. It definitely doesn't feel like it's been two years, but you know, it's creepy up on me and, and that's just crazy to think about. But I graduated from NYU with a degree in environmental studies. This was a program that when I first applied, I, I was sort of eyeing. Uh, I figured that I was going to end up in some sort of science-y type of program and 
you know, it just happened to be that environmental studies is what stuck with me. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. I mean, the program itself, I won't focus on that because it's, that's not really the, the, the topic of this podcast, but the program was, was fine. The faculty were, were pretty good. Uh, and the classes were, were relatively interesting and, and engaging. Um, and I, and I did care about a lot of the classes that I took because I am super passionate about climate change, agriculture, food injustice, environmental injustice, all that type of fun stuff that we love to talk about, especially given the way that the world is right now. Uh, but the point being is, you know, I, I got my degree and, and in, for the most part, enjoyed the program while I was there. However, one thing that I've been doing a lot recently is reflecting back on my time at college and thinking about whether or not what I was doing at the time was with intent or if I was just kind of going through the motions. And I think what I've discovered so far is that while I was in college, um, I was sort of just living day by day and going with the flow with no sort of thought whatsoever about the future. And looking back on that, it, it seems like I sort of made a mistake in doing that. And while I don't think I would have been able to have picked up at picked up on that at the time, it it's scary to think that I was just sort of going through the motions, going to class every single day, doing my homework, you know, hanging out with friends when I had time, but not thinking about how what I was doing then was going to shape sort of my future. Um, I kind of just expected that I would graduate and I would figure things out and that I would go from there. But now I find myself in a position where I'm I'm feeling very lost. The future is extremely uncertain. Um, and obviously that's heightened by the fact that we're in a pandemic and we don't know what you know future job markets are going to look like or what have you or, or what the world is going to look like for that matter. Um, but even even with the pandemic aside, I, I find myself feeling extremely uncertain and not really sure of where I'm heading. Um, what I'm looking to do and sort of how I can move past this phase of essentially being in a new life where I'm no longer in school, you know, I'm no longer bounded by the expectations of being a student. I'm now, I guess what they would call a working adult and, you know, trying to forge my own path um, in this new sort of phase of life. And what I've realized is that this has been extremely scary and nerve-wracking so far. Um, I'll start off by, by, I guess, explaining sort of where I am right now, um, how I'm feeling about that, and, and how that makes me feel moving forward. So when I graduated in spring of 2019, like I said, I, I got this degree in environmental studies. Um, I At the time in college, I had an on-campus job that was basically working as like an office assistant in one of the advising uh, offices at NYU. Um, and I enjoyed it and I was, you know, close with my boss and, and the fellow student workers there. And I, through that opportunity, was able to kind of gain enough like administrative experience to the point where I felt like if I applied for an office position uh, at NYU that I would have an, an okay chance of potentially uh, getting hired. 
And so with that in mind, when I graduated, I was like, oh God, like I'm very stressed out about getting a job right away. So let me just apply to everything without really any thought or intent behind it. And let me just see what, you know, what sticks first. So it's basically just kind of going about the job application process blindly, just hoping that, you know, someone would see my resume and would, would hire me that way. And luckily enough, I was able to secure a job rather quickly after college. Um, it took about two to three months, but I was able to find a full-time position, funny enough, working for NYU. Like I said, I, I kind of had a feeling that would happen because I, I just had that experience and connections, but still, um, you know, there were no guarantees whatsoever. And I ended up getting what they called uh, a position known as an administrative aide, and I was working for the economics department at NYU. And for those first, I would say like five to six months of post-grad life where I was working, um, everything felt great. You know, I was very happy that I was able to have secured a job rather quickly. It never once crossed my mind that what I was doing wasn't related to what I had studied. I was just very happy to have found something, to finally feeling like I could start saving up money. And, you know, just I, I, I felt like I had accomplished something, right? Because there was just this always like inherent pressure of finding a job as soon as you graduate, especially, and I, I assume others have felt this, but I, I just had this expectation that like, if I didn't find something right away, it was going to be a failure. Like all that hard work I put in school didn't matter unless I found a job. And looking back, that was an extremely shitty mindset to have but it's just how I felt. And it's sort of this, this pressure that I put upon myself. And so when I did get that job rather quickly, I, I felt good, you know, I was, was happy. It, I felt very stable and being stability was key because as I mentioned, and we'll probably keep harping on, um, I, I hate the feeling of uncertainty, even at like the micro scale, um, even as simple as like not knowing what I'm going to do in a day or like not knowing like where I'm going to go, you know, what I'm going to go cook or like where I'm going to go get groceries, like stuff like that. If I don't have a plan set forth, I can sometimes get very anxious. And so knowing that like, all right, I had this job, I was expected to come into work, you know, nine to five, five days a week and the rest of the days, you know, just on the weekend, hang out, do whatever I wanted. That was, that was key. That was great. That made me feel secure. However, after those like initial six months of working there, um, that excitement and like pridefulness, I guess, um, it, it started to wear off like almost instantly. I started to then realize as more and more people um, from like my graduating class and people from high school were getting jobs and jobs that they seemed to really like and uh, were in line with what they had studied, I was soon realizing and started to question like, what am I doing here? You know, why am I working in an office space for the economics department at NYU, something I had no connection with, right? I was never interested in economics. I didn't know any, I wasn't really friends of any economics students. Um, so I, I pretty much had zero connection to this place. Um, you know, I went to school and worked really hard for four years focusing on environmental issues. Why was I suddenly now sitting in an office uh, staring at a screen for eight hours a day? And it hit me that, you know, I, I wasn't doing what I sort of was meant to be doing. But the thing about that was 
although I came to that like sort of realization and that seems pretty obvious, like, yeah, duh, you're not, you know, working out in the fields doing research like you wanted to be doing, I, I, I felt stuck, right? And I have continued to feel stuck over, you know, ever since then, because although I was finally acknowledged that like, okay, I, I might not be in the right place that I should be or want to be at this moment in time, I don't know how to get to where I want to be. And I would assume that a lot of people feel this way. And I think there are a lot of sort of contributing factors to why one might feel stuck. I know for me, um, I've always been someone who has been rather kind of like stingy about money and like saving. I've always been a rather, my spending habits have always been rather like frugal. Like I, I try not to spend on things that I don't need. You know, if I make a one-off purchase, that's more than I typically do. Like there's always like, you know, a reason behind it. But I, I just, I never like felt the need to buy new things or, um, you know, I, I tried to sort of like be mindful of what I was spending my money on. And because of that, right, I had this like intense pressure coming from myself, not really from anyone else, but I just like knew that as soon as I graduated, like I needed to find a way to save money and I needed to make sure that I was able to afford rent and like on a consistent basis and pay for all my groceries and and stuff like that. And I, I never wanted to feel like uh, insecure about my money. Like I'd, I'd never wanted to feel like I wasn't able gonna, wasn't gonna be able to afford rent this month because I had bought something that I shouldn't have. Like I, I was always very like on top of that. And I, my biggest fear was like, you know, not finding uh, a job that would allow me to stay in New York City because if, if I couldn't stay in New York City and had to move elsewhere, um, I would have been, first of all, like very anxious to do that. Um, largely in part because my entire kind of like home base was sort of centered around New York City. That's where I had made most of my friends, whether it was college or, or from high school, they were all, most of my friends from high school were moving to the city. And so I felt like I had like a really strong support system there. And the thought of like moving somewhere else for a job um, would have been really scary. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm a rather shy person. I'm, I'm quite an introvert. And the thought of moving somewhere new, starting over, remaking those connections would have been really tough. So I, I kind of made sure that I, no matter what I found, it would allow me to stay in the city and um, afford the city, which as we know is extremely expensive to live in. You know, like Greenpeace or, or something of that nature. And the reason I was like afraid to, to, to apply to those jobs is because typically they aren't, they don't pay very well. Like it's just, it's just a simple fact. They, they don't have good benefits. They don't pay very well. Um, which is really, really depressing when you think about it because those people who are working for those organizations do extremely important work. Um, climate journalism is, is such an underappreciated profession. However, I sort of just, because of that, I psyched myself out of applying to those types of jobs because I just really worried about not being able to get by um, comfortably. And I'm not talking about like living a lavish lifestyle because that is, I, I don't live that by, by any means. But, you know, I, I wanted to be able to, at the very least, live in the city with my friends and enjoy it and not have to be constantly anxious about my living expenses 24 seven. 
and I thought that was like a realistic goal. However, looking back on that, I'm now, you know, I've, I've done one thing. So I, I'm, I've gotten to a point now where I'm in a position where I don't have to worry constantly about those expenses, which I'm eternally grateful for, especially, and I want to be mindful given the pandemic. I know so many people who have um, had jobs fallen through or have been furloughed or have simply been cut from their positions. Um, and so I'm, I feel very lucky to, to have not found myself to be in that position as of right now. Um, and I'm extremely grateful. And, and like I said, want to keep in mind that that, that can be kind of a, a touchy subject for a lot of people. However, I, I'm now, now that I've sort of been in this position for uh, sort of, I guess, almost a year, more than a year now, like a year and three or four months, um, I'm now, I'm now like, honestly, just feeling extremely lost. And it, it's really, it's really hard for me because I, like I said, I feel stable in like the way I'm living, I guess. However, everything else just feels completely like out of whack. And, and I just feel like I have no sort of direct path or goals or or direction for my future. And, and I feel like I'm in like this like stagnant state that I'll like never find myself getting out of because I've sort of allowed myself to become very complacent with the position that I have without taking the time to think about, well, what am I doing here? Like, how is this going to help me achieve what I actually want to achieve in life? Because it's certainly not <laughs> staring at a screen for eight hours a day. While I do, like I said, I, I'm not here to trash on my job or anything like that. That's not the point of this podcast. Um, but I, I certainly feel like it's important to talk about, you know, feelings towards not knowing how to get out of your current position and not feeling like there is a way to get out of the current position that you find yourself in because I just constantly feel like that 24-7. And it's really stressful. It's really anxiety-inducing. And I wish there was sort of a more clearer path for me to view this state that I'm currently in without just coming off as someone who's whining. So I do apologize if it, if it sounds like that. Um, but what I want to touch on is sort of where I am now. So like I said, I'm, I've been in this job for about a year and a couple of months. And I'm now starting to realize that like what I want to achieve, which is a whole host of things, right? I could probably list them off. I'll list a couple, but would be, for example, I really, really, really want to continue to do research um, in agricultural science. I wrote my honors thesis on sort of the need to reorient agricultural investment, and I really enjoyed that type of work. And so I really want to continue that. I would love to continue to fight and work on issues uh, such as like food insecurity, how that relates to uh, environmental justice and, and climate change as a whole. And one day, who knows, would love to maybe teach, right? probably at a college level because I'm not sure I could deal with uh, students 
that are high school or below just for the simple fact that like they would absolutely take advantage of me and it would be kind of hilarious but i just don't think i could um like deal with that or i don't even think i would just like be a good teacher for that environment um but the point is like i i see myself kind of like wanting to stay within academia in some respect and continue the work that i did during undergrad and you know make sure that we get these environmental issues uh at least in sort of the right going in the right direction right and so those are like my little goals however like the thought of getting there and the thought of like like getting out of the position that i'm in right now and making that a smooth transition just seems impossible and I mean, sure, you know, you, you could just take the easy way out, right? And just say, well, like, why why would you want to get out of the position that you're in right now? Like, you have a job, right? It pays decently. You're secure. You're hoping to move back to New York once things sort of open up again. And you could just continue on with that life and not really have to worry about things. And yeah, sure, I could do that. I could take the easy way out and do that. I've, I've honestly been taking the easy way out most of my life, which is kind of pathetic um but it's true you know got to be honest with yourself like i've i very very rarely do i take risks because i i just hate dealing with uncertainty like it really scares me i i'd much rather have things kind of planned out um and not worry about like the what ifs so yeah what if in this situation i could just stay at my current job and just ride that and hope that things kind of improve promotions come etc just ride that out till the rest of my life um and for some people maybe that's what they would like to do and there's no judgment there whatsoever but i would just feel if i took that path just a huge sense of regret embarrassment and uh, honestly like failure for for not living out my dreams but it's it's that it's getting it's it's like kickstarting your dreams is what like really scares me right because what if it doesn't work out so currently i'm applying to grad school right and i'm hoping to go i'm hoping to to continue my education at nyu uh, through the steinhardt school and pursue a master's in food studies right because it's really interesting to me i've got a great faculty it's really in line with what i'm interested in but as i'm <laughs> working on the application process right now every single time i sit down to sort of work on my personal statement there's just this huge sense of well once you leave grad school once you graduate grad school what are you going to do then you know, you didn't do anything after undergrad. You just kind of fell into uh, a position that you didn't necessarily want. Um, what what says that it's going to change once you graduate grad school? And and that thought just keeps recurring in the back of my mind. And it, it's almost getting to the point where it's like scaring me out of applying because I don't want to go through the same process where I go to grad school, I enjoy my time there, but then nothing comes of it. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I just struggle to eliminate those kind of like negative thoughts um, from sort of percolating in my brain because I unfortunately have always sort of looked at the glass half empty. I've, I've been called sort of pessimistic by a lot of my friends. I, I really struggle to look at things from a positive angle. Um, 
because I, I'm just I'm constantly casting sort of self doubt upon myself. Um, I'm never one to kind of sit down and be proud of myself, which is something I really struggle with and something I I want to get better at. But it's hard not to feel like things aren't going to work out when so far you feel like they haven't. Um, and you're about to go down a similar path of you know, starting school again. And if it doesn't work out, you're just going to go through this. I fear I'm going to go through this constant like laundry cycle of just like, all right, like feel good for a second, do good in school, feel good about it, graduate. And just instantly that feeling wears off, not know where I'm going, not know the path that I'm on. And that combined together is just really, really scary. But that being said, I think what I need to do in order to kind of elevate myself from this position of feeling lost and not knowing whether things are going to work out in the future is just to focus on the positives that are currently in my life and focus on making sure that I'm doing the best I can every single day to get to where I want to be. And I don't think I've had that mindset for a long time. I think I've I've always sort of I've always been focused like on long term, but like the uncertainty of the long term and not just focusing on like what I can do each day. I've always been focusing on like, okay, well what can I do like in this hour that's gonna like shape my life rather than like, well what can I do over time, over an extended period of time that will slowly kind of allow me to get to where I wanna be. So I think moving forward. Um, I'm hoping, and I'm hoping that through this podcast, <laughs> by way of me just like speaking my my thoughts uh, to all of you, that I it'll kind of allow me to remind myself that you know there there are ways to to feel better about the future, and it starts by having a positive outlook. You know, I need to stop with this like self doubt. I need to stop with. Um, you know, just constantly worrying and just focus on what I can control because I, it, it doesn't do anyone any favors to be thinking about, you know, three years down the line, um, something that, you know, we might be in a world that looks completely different. I mean, hey, look at <laughs> the situation we're in right now. You know, if I had been thinking about like, oh, where am I going to be by, you know, the beginning of 2021, um, no matter what I came up with, I mean, I, I never even thought about that, but no matter if I did come up with something, it would have been completely different considering the world that we now live in. So, you know, moving forward, I think, you know, focus on positivity, focus on what I can control, and that will hopefully allow me to kind of emerge from this feeling of being lost um, and not knowing where where to start and how to sort of slowly move towards my goals. And so with all that being said, I know that's been almost a half hour rant now about, <laughs> you know, oh, woe is me. Like, I don't know what's going on with my life. So uh, apologies for that. But I hope that, you know, if something resonated with you or you felt like you, you're in a similar situation, um, hopefully by, you know, thinking about your own situation, it'll it'll allow you to sort of think more clearly about the future and you know I think that's just only going to serve to benefit all of us as we move forward in these unprecedented times and so to end the podcast on a bit of a lighter note I figured I would stop the rant and talk about something that has actually been making me feel 
uh, pretty good recently. Something that has been very therapeutic for me, something that I think if you have access to can possibly do the same, um, and that is bike riding. Um, and this, it seems like a little ridiculous, like, oh my god, bike riding, is this like the, the new therapy? Um, the answer is no, but for me, I have certainly found, as you can probably tell, that I've been in situations where I've just felt very overwhelmed, where my head is filled with tons of different thoughts all at once, and, you know, I start to get sort of anxious and stressed out, and the one thing that has been keeping me kind of at peace has been bike riding. And it's interesting because for a long period of time, I I hadn't been riding a bike like at all. Like all through college, when I was in New York City, I never rode a bike once. I was afraid of city bike. I thought it was scary. Every time I saw in the news that you know a, a bike a, a biker or cyclist had crashed with a car or you know even worse, something more fatal happened, it just completely scared me from ever wanting to ride a bike in the city. And so as a result of that, I just, I never did. I never once, you know, considered a city bike or, you know, used the the bike share program that was offered at NYU. But before that, when I was living in New Jersey, I, I loved riding my bike. Um, it literally was all I would ever do during the summer, um, sort of before high school, like in, in middle school and elementary school, I would just ride my bike on my cul-de-sac all day, every day ride it through people's yards. Everyone like on my street loved riding their bikes and it was just a fun thing that we could always do together. And it was great, you know, I it was just like a, a good sort of memory that I have of growing up. Um, but then that, like I said, that was kind of lost as soon as I went to college and that's that's always kind of depressing when you, when you lose um, sort of fun, something that used to be fun now sort of seen as something that uh, could be scary. And so now that I'm back home living with my parents in South Carolina, um, we're sort of located in, in kind of like a suburb, so I don't have to deal with kind of like the craziness of trying to bike in the city. And so because of that, I have found myself going on bike rides very frequently. Usually I try and go like once a day, um, but, you know, try and get out there as best and as much as I can. And... You know, I don't go very fast. I don't even go very far. I'll maybe do like three, four or five miles at a time. And, but there's just something about it of, you know, plugging in headphones, putting on your favorite playlist and just like zoning out and going for a bike ride. Um, that has just like allowed me to like free my mind and clear my mind in so many different situations. And it's been extremely, extremely therapeutic. Um, and it's crazy because I, I don't know why I didn't think of this like sooner. I know for a lot of people, maybe bike riding might be kind of the equivalent of like just going for a walk. Um, and going for a walk is certainly as beneficial, if not probably more, because it's definitely more accessible for everyone. Um, but I was kind of getting tired of just like going for walks because I would take the same route and I would, I, I don't know, I would still find myself distracted because I would like bring my phone and I would still be looking down at it as I went for a walk. Whereas when I'm bike riding, I don't have sort of <laughs> out of safety concern. I'm not like, you know, looking down at my phone 24 seven. I'm just kind of like focused on the road in front of me um, and just kind of listening to the to whatever music that I have on. And so I highly recommend it. Like I said, if you do have access to a bike or you're able to uh, participate in like a bike share program, um, which a lot of different cities have now, it's certainly, uh, 
is a great tool for just helping you to clear your mind. And, and if anything, um, you know, exercise is great. Exercise is obviously known to uh, ease stress and reduce anxiety. And so not only do you get to kind of go for a little workout, which I know has been difficult for everyone during the pandemic, but you can also sort of just zone out and, and relax for, for however long your bike ride is. So I highly recommend it. Um, maybe one day we'll get like a, <laughs> we'll get like a biker sponsorship for the pod and I can be like, Hey, use code. Uh, it's going to be okay, baby for 15% off your next helmet or something like that. That would be insane. Um, but yes, do wear a helmet. Um, I've made the mistake of not wearing a helmet a few times now. And while I haven't injured myself, I'm just like waiting for the day for it to happen. So I have recently ordered a bike helmet because, you know, it's kind of cool to have one and you don't want any injuries to happen. And I would hate to be like, Hey, go out and ride your bike and then have some of you tell me that you did and you got injured. So don't put me in that position, (laughs) make sure you wear a helmet. And like I said, I'll, we'll work on that bike sponsorship. Alrighty, well, that's going to be it for me today. Um, it's been a pleasure recording this first episode for you guys. Um, I'm really excited to eventually release it and share it with everyone. Um, and interested and eager to hear your thoughts, especially with this one, but more so as the podcast progresses and release more episodes. I know that it's certainly been all over the place and is by no means professional whatsoever. And I honestly don't really expect a whole lot of people to listen to it as I'm literally recording this inside my bathroom with the doors locked so that nobody can hear me using a gamer headset. So if that uh, gives you any indication of how low budget and stupid this thing is, then uh, I hope you can at least appreciate the effort I put into it. (laughs) Um, But no, that being said, I I hope that uh, moving forward, it can have a little bit more structure. Topics can be a little bit more interesting. I do apologize if today just felt like one large rant. Uh, but it felt good to get off my chest and it felt good to kind of like talk through that. And um, I'm interested to see if, if anyone uh, responds with, with feedback or advice or if you respond saying that you're going through something similar so that we can at least connect on that level. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope that by the time this is released, it should be available on multiple different podcast platforms, whether you use Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any other platform. Um, I'm currently using Anchor to uh, support the release of this podcast, and they've made it clear that it will be available on multiple different platforms, so that's super cool. Additionally, if you find yourself loving uh, this pod and would like to leave a review, that would be super cool as well. I know that you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and that will help sort of uh, the podcast exposure. Uh, Like I said, this is really just a personal fun project for myself, so I'm not expecting this to go anywhere, but who knows, maybe we can turn it into something cool um, if you guys enjoy it. So like I said, thank you so much again for listening. Look forward to releasing more apps in the future. And as always, I'll end the pod by saying this, I love you all, and make sure that you listen to the wise words of Muna, because it's gonna be okay.